What is it, not lassie? <laughs> Listeners can become a patron on Podbean <laughs> and gain access to exclusive content for as little as $5 a month. What do they get? <laughs> Outtakes? <laughs> lost episodes? <laughs> bloopers? <laughs> and swag. Yes, their contribution will help keep that taxi podcast going. And Timmy fell down the well again? Well, okay, let's go get him. Yeah, you're right. Fuck that little kid. He's got to learn sometime. (laughs) Coming up in today's episode of That Taxi Podcast... They told me I was rude. And I was like, the what? girls told you. The you girls were rude. said well, you're a very you, rude you person. Stop staring. <laughs> no, I'm very respectful, okay, which is one sure. of the reasons why I was like the pimp walking around looking, you know. Yeah, that's very respectful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chicken wrangling, it's a real thing. Sure. Uh, I wanted to run around a corral with a with a yeah, lasso with and a lasso and go riding on an ostrich. <laughs> riding an ostrich. Good touch. Yeah. I did a uh, pager commercial. Remember pagers? No. You know, that you used to wear on your head? Never had one. Beep, beep, beep. Well, do you know what they are? Yeah, okay. for drug dealers. <laughs> yeah. Got any blues? <laughs> I got the blues. <laughs> I got the no blues blues. <laughs> that's, all you, that's all you got? I, yeah. Welcome to That Taxi Podcast. I'm Thomas. And I'm Taxi David, author of Too Much to Handle, a series of hilarious cartoons of all the crazy things that happen in and around my taxi. Thanks for jumping into our cab for a ride along. Yeah, we've been driving taxi for years and we love to talk about work. You mean bitch about work. Yeah, okay, that's true. Everybody does bitch about work. We know you'll find this entertaining. Sure will, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers. That Taxi Podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever else you get this podcast. Uh, Thomas, I think you mean to say wherever you get your podcast. No, Einstein. I mean wherever they get this podcast. I don't care where they get their other podcasts. (laughs) Okay, okay, yes. Uh, Okay, well, let's go. Up we go. Jeremiah was a bullfrog, was a good friend of mine. I never understood a single word. Where is Jacques? Where is Jacques? Dormez-vous, dormez-vous. Sonnez la matina, sonnez la matina. Den, den, don, den, den, don. Bonjour! Doing Frenchy. I'm Frenchy. Want a French? <laughs> Good. Stop leaning in. <laughs> I was ho- I was glad you didn't say, yeah, let's do it. No. That would be awkward. Would it? Because awkward. you'd have to do it then? Is that why? Yeah, I'd feel obligated. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel my obligation. I won't feel nothing of yours. <clears throat> so what's, what's, what's with the uh, Frenchy oh, French French? Well, I was doing a little research on our downloads and found out that we are big in Canada. Because they use a metric system. <laughs> yeah, so now instead of six inches, it's... 300 million uh, <laughs> meters. That would be something I would not wish. No, uh, see, so two and a half centimeters per inch. So I'm talking 12, uh, 15 centimeters. 15 just sounds bigger than... Yeah, it gives you say 15. Eight. Yeah, it's like, you know, McDonald's uh, was going to put a third pounder out or something. And they said, well, people think it's smaller than the quarter pounder. 
is oh a third is seems smaller yeah so but we are big in in quebec okay quebec canada Ooh la la! I uh, I I've I've not been to Quebec. I've been to uh, Toronto, right? In Ontario, British Columbia, and British Columbia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I have been to France though. I did try to study some French so that I could communicate while I was there. But it was just... did they call you Pepe Le Pew? <laughs> no, did no. I, they had a reason. That show would not last today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not speak French while I was there. Um, I was there for the Cannes Film Festival. Oh. And one of my jobs was to walk around with two models um, who were wearing Victoria's Secrets. Because uh, they were one of the sponsors of the what project a job. we were filming. Yeah. Or we were bringing to show, films we were bringing to show. And at the end of the day that I spent with them going to the different places to promote the films that we were, mm -hmm. we were screening there, they told me I was rude. And was like, the what? girls told you. The you girls were said well, you're a very you rude person. Stop staring. <laughs> no, I'm very respectful, okay, which is one sure. of the reasons why I was like the pimp walking around looking, you know. Yeah, that's very respectful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't get. I didn't hey, get that job. My production you, company. You did. can't be a pimp and a prostitute too. What? You can't run your own business. Jack White song. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, they said I was rude, and why? Why would they say you were rude? Then? Well, the reason they gave was that I didn't try to speak their language. And I explained when I was in junior high, or excuse me, when I was in high school, we studied Spanish. Mm -hmm. And on a field trip, you'd go to a restaurant and you were supposed to order, order in Spanish. Spanish. And you feel dumb. Tacos, burritos, <laughs> eh, y, uh, y, uh, un glace, uh, un agua, uh, a leche, por favor. And I explained that I felt stupid and they would smile. You know, the the, the servers would kind of smile and laugh a little bit because you yeah, sound like sure. an idiot. Um, and that's, I explained why I, I didn't do that. She goes, it doesn't matter. You have to try. Oh. And she, you know, that makes sense. I'm in another country. I don't know, you know, that type of nuance. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she said, you have to at least try. Even if you do it bad, it's respectful to try. Well, along the same lines of that, uh, we went to a local Mexican restaurant. The family did. And one of the girls doesn't like uh, any Mexican food. She, you know, so I have she, chicken nuggets. Right. It was she got a chicken sandwich, a yeah. chicken burger. And so when they brought it out, they brought out all her food, and she brought hers out last and made a big production of it. One chicken burger at the top of his lungs to me, you know, and you know the other. They all clapped because you know, <laughs> it kind of embarrassed her a little bit. But sure, sure, it's funny. Yeah. Like if you go to a place, like that, you gotta eat the food. Yeah, but I mean, I, you should understand that if a kid doesn't like that type of food, that you know, yeah, if it's a little kid. Well, she was, yeah, almost probably a, just a beginning or teens. I guess. Yeah, I'm talking little kids, like yeah. four, five, yeah. six, something like that. Maybe six is too so, well, how was your week though? Otherwise, it was good. Um, I made good money again. Stayed focused. I wasn't distracted by things. You know, mm -hmm. life can be distracted. I did have a ride. With somebody I drive regularly who, uh, she sat in the front seat and we were about to take off and some kid comes up and he says, hey, hey, can I get a ride? And I said, no, sorry, I already have somebody. And she's like, no, 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 it's okay. Where are you going? Oh, I hate it when they do that. Mm -hmm. They take the other person. Right. There's a couple of reasons why I don't like that. One is um, you never know what's going to happen. Right. Two is the money. 
Yeah, it's a you know, problem splitting. Yeah, it, it's yeah. No, or or someone says, "I'll take care of it." No, I want money from both of you, right? And each one of you tip. But that, 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 that's not where I was <laughs> you going. Needy bastard! She says, "No, I insist." He was on the way. So was he first? Yes, he was going to be okay, first. Okay, because I was going to say, if you ever do share a girl and a boy, take the boy first, even if it's further. Yes, because you don't want him knowing where the girl lives. So she allows this guy into the cab, and off we go. And she's, she's a nurse, and she's a very patient person. She's a very understanding person. She's a good communicator. Right. She's a good conversationalist. So I wasn't terribly concerned. But then this guy said something sexist in his comment, and she said that was really inappropriate. Oh, okay. So there's another thing about her. She's confrontational in a way. She's yeah. very forward. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And now we're off to the races. Right. Right? She, she lays into him what he did wrong, and you try telling a drunk guy, a yeah. meathead, you know, and then he just threw every disrespectful thing you could say about women in his conversation to her. He just kept poking wow. at her and poking at her. I had to hold her hand tightly to keep her from like launching over the back uh, front seat to the back seat. Um, and we dropped this guy off. And I was reminded yet again, do not share rides yeah. with people who don't know each other. All it takes is one person to say, uh, you like Dirty Dancing? That movie sucks. And yeah. now, boom, you've just said something about the other person. And I like, say uh, that's true, especially if there's alcohol involved. Yes. Sometimes at the airport, we will sh yeah. let them share rides. And they're them. usually both very grateful to right. be able to share yeah. rides. They just want to get some, to right, yeah. either to the hotel or to, you yeah. know. But it's part of their story at that point. They're like, yeah. Wasn't it fun? We shared a ride with somebody else. Yeah. And maybe they met somebody they loved. Right. Yeah. But when there's alcohol involved, yeah. nine times out of ten, it's going to end badly. And if you call someone out, ladies and gentlemen, this is a thing that we see all the time. If a bartender says to somebody, look, you've had too much to drink, there's a doubling down that happens. Right. Because they get angry. And do you know why they get angry? Because they're embarrassed. Yeah. They got called out. They double down on their behavior. They argue and in this context, the girl corrected him and he was drunk and it was embarrassed, embarrassing. So he lashed out at her. He doubled down on his behavior. Well, guess what did you do? I didn't do anything particular with that ride with uh, We just dropped him off first. I just held her hand to keep uh -huh. her from being, you know, provoked okay. to. So you continued the ride. You didn't stop to no, get out. No. And, and, and it wasn't so bad that I would. It was more important that she learn to bite her tongue bite her tongue yeah. yeah because she is a very professional person and she had me there nothing was going to happen right. it was more that i would have to protect him and you got to understand that her alcohol is also been a, affecting her yeah you know so so normally maybe she would never have said anything but well we got to the end of the ride and she said uh, uh just dropped me off by my car there and i said hey, you've been out drinking though right yeah. and she said no i had like two or three drinks over the last five hours uh -huh. And she seemed fine because we had a completely lucid conversation the entire way. I dropped her off at her car, assessing that she was okay. The next day, she texts me and says, did right. you take me home last night? And I'm like, what? Yeah, I think you talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked. <laughs> so, yeah, don't, don't pair up rides with people if you're a cab driver um, and and if you're a passenger in a cab and somebody wants to share the ride with you, it's okay it's, to say no. It's just say no. Yeah, just don't. I know you want may want to help somebody. But trust me, the tiniest little thing we can tell you as cab drivers 
tiniest little thing can set somebody off exactly. and make you uncomfortable. Uh, so did anything interesting happen for you this weekend? Well, there was this one incident kind of that ticked me off a little bit, but it wasn't really the person's fault. They had uh, prearranged a cab at the airport to pick them up when they got here. And uh, so if you've got a prearranged ride, you got to <clears throat> at least block off 20 minutes ahead of time because you can't like be on another ride when they're sure. supposed to be picked up. Yeah. So for the, say it was a four o'clock ride, you have to be there at least by 3.40 to uh, wait for them. And in, the, in this case, the flight was late too. So now you're up to, there's happened to be a 20 minute late flight. So now you're up to 45 minutes almost. And you can't go do anything. And that's just landing. And then, you know, they got to get off the plane, which takes about five, 10 minutes, wait for their bags, which is another, and in this case was another half an hour. So I'm stuck on this one ride, waiting for this person and doing the ride. It ends up being, I was uh, booked for well over an hour and 40 minutes. For one ride. Right, for one ride, which wasn't the person's fault, you know, because no. she wants a ride. So True. we do take reservations. And you have to commit to right? it. Yeah. And I had to commit to it. So, and then in the meantime, I'm turning down other rides that I could be taking, you know, because mm -hmm. sure enough, if you get some, say, someone's just going a short distance and it's, you say, yeah, I can probably squeeze you in and they hop Zip in. Back. As soon as you leave the airport, their bags are coming out and they're ready. And they're saying, where are you? Yeah, yeah. You try to bang out a ride yeah. to the hotel that's like right on the property. Yeah. Yeah. I When I left Schmello and went out on my own, I was worried that I wasn't going to make much money because I wasn't going to be working in the port. I didn't yeah. want to pay the port fees. I didn't want to pay the port insurance. And but you soon found out there was plenty of rides out. out right. Yeah. 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 And I could do three or four rides in the amount of time that it would right. take to get to the airport wait for the plane to land, wait for everybody to be plane, wait for everybody to get their luggage, and then go somewhere. Um, I'd rather hump the $5 rides here and there for a tip here and there and make more money. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that sucks. <laughs> well, it is what it is. Yeah. All right, well, um, let's get started for this gorgeous Tuesday. Here we go, guys, boys, boys and boys, girls, boys and girls. Here, have another shot. Yeah. Welcome to The Dispatcher. We've hijacked the spinning wheel from the classic board game, The Game of Life. And each number on that wheel is assigned a different topic for us to discuss. And just like our conversations in the taxi, we never know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's what makes what we do so real. So let's see where The Dispatcher sends us now. The Dispatcher. 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 Okay, spin the wheel. Five. Five, because I didn't believe you. <laughs> uh, five is a get to know you. I am almost remembering these. You are. It, it paid to write them down, huh? Yeah, it did. It did. It's like cheating, right? You write it all down and then you remember everything. Right, so you learned it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, uh, is there something that you would like to share with people, I wish I had something that I could expose you with, but uh, uh, get to know me. Well, uh, I've had a lot of jobs in my life. Yeah. I'm nearing, uh, I'm actually in my seventh decade of, of life. Of life, yeah, okay. I've had a lot of jobs in my many years on this planet. Uh -huh. how, how young were you when you started? Oh, I was in high school. Uh, I started job, like summer jobs and yeah. 
most yeah. people do part-time jobs when I was in high school. I was 14. So. Yeah. I did bean walking. Bean walking. Yeah. Scary. Uh, one, well, my strangest job, I was actually a chicken wrangler. Okay. Tell me about that. Chicken wrangling. It's a real thing. Sure. Uh, I wanted to at, run around a corral with a, with a yeah, lasso with and a lasso and go riding on an ostrich. <laughs> riding an ostrich. Good touch. Yeah. Lassoing little chicken. <laughs> getting on a chicken and getting bucked off. <laughs> getting bucked off. <laughs> bucked off. I got bucked off a chicken. <laughs> Actually, this was at an egg farm. And it was a huge place. And there was, there was very inhuman. It, it, Ugh. Unanimal like yes. friendly. Yeah, it's very inhumane. This was like 1980 when this was. So uh -huh. you know, it was just get the eggs and fuck the chickens, basically. You know that you had to. That was the farmer's idea. Was I don't care about the hens. I just want the eggs. Right. Then he wanted you to fuck the chickens. You can't say that. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's like oh. he, he was more worried about the eggs and the money. Oh, I see. Then he was worried about taking care of his chickens. You right. Know? Making sure they were happy and yeah. and had a, a they song. were the machines that pooped out eggs. It, it basically, they were yes. machines, and they had these cages stacked on top of each other. So, if you were a chicken in the bottom cage, you were get, literally getting shit on. Yeah, in in your lifetime. So yeah. Anyway, once every two years, they would have to restock the hens because they only lay so many eggs when they're you know one to three years. I'm not sure yeah. what the age is. And then they're really the best. And then they're not worth it because they want to get you know, more eggs out of them. So they bring in younger, fresher, more pretty chickens. <laughs> more beautiful chickens. <laughs> more beautiful chickens. Hey, chickens. Uh, so once every two years, you would have to hire a bunch of people to come in and basically pull chickens out of cages, stuff them in other cages, put the them on a out. truck to go to Campbell's Soup. Oh, yeah. Which is actually where they went. Okay. And did you know they can get 640 cans of soup out of one chicken? Holy smokes. Yeah. That means they just don't put enough chicken right. in Right. I mean, they <laughs> like open a can chunks. of chicken soup and see how much chicken you actually have. It's like when somebody says, uh, would tell you like the shrimp salad? They put like Well, they use shrimp. they use a lot of parts of the chicken you wouldn't think yeah. they would use. Anyway, on a side wow. note... <laughs> Every now and then, because you were supposed to grab seven chickens at a time, pull them out of the cage, uh, little plastic cage, push, <laughs> put them in another plastic cage, and a, invariably a chicken would get loose every now and then. Yeah. And you've got 15, 20 people doing this, you know, and they've got to go as fast as so they can. So you were wrangler. You had to so chase. So I had to chase the loose chickens. Like Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you I'm, were good at it? Well, I was pretty good at it. Yeah. Because, you know, after the first day, you realize that, those chicken cages are pretty low, so you have to duck a little bit lower when you're chasing them. Uh, Otherwise, you're going to bump your head. <laughs> so uh, I was a chicken wrangler. I would chase chickens. So I will second your opinion, your your statement that chicken farms or these things are terribly inhumane. Oh yeah, and at least they were at the time. I don't know um, about yeah, now. Yeah, I guess so. I, I have I to say that because better. I was I was maybe sixteen, uh, and I worked on a chicken farm for maybe a week okay um so this was 86 so this is about six years after i was at one okay yeah so it was still like that it was a huge and this was back in the midwest so they was yeah a, it was a huge it was the building was as big as a city block yeah okay um ours was not quite oh no sure it would have been yeah, yeah really long yeah and like seven yep like yeah and tall yeah and uh i had to 
collect eggs, just like uh, in Napoleon Dynamite, because he works out on, on one of those chicken farms where they okay. show you how bad it is, oh, yeah, and yeah. he has to open the cages and take eggs out, or he uh-huh, has to take the chickens uh-huh. out. I had to do that, uh, go through and collect eggs. I, I remember just being so grossed out by it. And then there was also the smell. The first worst smell I've heard I've had was working with somebody, a friend who had a pig farm, and the smell of their shit mixed with piss is this hard, very oh, harsh yeah. ammonia yeah. smell, and it's tough. Second, and probably by a tie, would be um, the chicken farm. Worst smelling, and it stayed in my fucking clothes. Yeah, uh, not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, well, since we're talking about jobs, um, one of my more fun jobs was when I was a teacher. Uh, I taught at a private parochial school in okay. Phoenix. Parochial means uh, uh, religious? Religious. It has a religious agenda. Uh, yes. Agenda, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's what's its core, yeah. its mission. Um, anyway, it does come into play in this story about my job. I was student council advisor for that school, and we had a photographer who solicited our student council to be the one to take pictures for school pictures at the school. And that's good money for any photographer. You lock oh, yeah. down, you get money for every kid yep. in the school, right? Yep. And uh, we liked what she had to offer. And on the side, she said, I'll give you some headshot pics and stuff if you want that. You okay. Know, to me. So I'm like, all right, I think it's a good idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. already I'm corrupt, right? Right. And uh, a little so, payoff. Yeah. So she did headshots for me. And um, and you're talking about face, neck up, yeah, the or the thing. other head? Behave now. Oh, I, I, guess I, I can say that. Uh, I'm just trying to clarify. Uh, it was my face. Okay. It wasn't dick pics. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, did you ever send her a dick pic? So she took my pictures. You won't and I had those not for the longest no. time. And uh, you must know. I decided to do something with it. And I went to a talent agent uh-huh. and I gave my pictures. He said, get out of here. Get and she oh. said, we could definitely use you for some stuff. And I ended up, and so this is the fun job. It was a sexy job. Okay. I did I did a uh, pager commercial. Remember pagers? No. You know, that you used to wear on your Never head? Never beep, beep, beep. Well, do you know what they are? Yeah, okay. for drug dealers. <laughs> well, mine were, uh, mine was the kind when you could text or you could get the news okay. or you right. could get whatever. It was all, it was close to the PDFs. Uh-huh. Remember PDFs? Yeah. Before PDF no, I don't files, those. <laughs> and I had to walk up and down. I had to wear a suit and walk up and down this, the steps of this very like uh, business type uh-huh. building and stuff with a bunch of other people. Uh-huh. And since I was a teacher, I had a briefcase, so you know I was able to carry a briefcase on some yeah. of those. Uh, well, what I did, about the Fruit of the Loom commercials? No, I didn't do Fruit of the Loom, but I did do a uh, swimsuit one. Uh-huh. Oh, Playtex! Don't forget Playtex. No. So the swimsuit one, we had to go in and out of pools and stuff like that. But it was me and like four other guys. I was a scrawny little skinny. I was wiry. Uh-huh. I wasn't hugely muscle, muscly. Right. I was just wiry. These guys were buff. Like they were nice, but I was very self-conscious. Uh-huh. But you weren't. You weren't muscular like they were. So were you like the before? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I was like the before picture where the kid's getting his sand, sand kicked in his face. Oh, okay. Like the <laughs> old Charles Atlas ad. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes and works out and he comes back into the beach and beats up those guys. Right. The sexiest part was I got hired to do a job in Scottsdale at a bar. I had to put on a nice suit and I would go into the bar 
and my job was to walk around with a tray of shots of vodka black. Vodka black. Yeah, they were they were uh, promoting. Never tried it. Never had it. Yeah, but I was with a very attractive woman. Were you twenty one at the time? I was twenty four. Okay. And I was with a very attractive girl. Her my job was to go around and hand it to all the women, and her her job was to go around and and it's all the guys, all the guys. And it was a dollar shot because you couldn't give shot alcohol away or whatever in that context. So for a dollar shot, I would have to walk up to them and say, "Can I get you a shot? Can I get you a shot of vodka black?" It's only a dollar. And, yeah. and I was getting phone numbers, and I was supposed to do the gig for three days. Um, I did it for two. And on the uh, third day, my wife was like, what is Because I was married at the time. My wife was Ooh. like, uh, what are you doing? And I explained what I just explained to you. Yeah. She's like, you are not going to the bar. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't finish that gig. I had to quote, call in sick on that one. The last, that was probably the sexiest one. Oh, okay. The last gig that I got offered from this agency was for a Miller Life commercial. Oh. It was a... A TV it commercial? A, it was a, yeah, it was a commercial for television. And it was a three-day shoot. And I was supposed to get $1,700. Okay. And Not I was bad. struggling. And it's really good because I was a struggling high right. school teacher. I wasn't making squat. And... um Something like 400 bucks a day. Yeah. Plus. And uh, all I had to do... Was, I thought you were saying all the beer I could drink. No, no. All I had to do was wear like swimsuit party attire, like I'm at a like like spring break, sure. spring break or something like that. Right. And so I'm imagining I, a, a pair of swim trunks and maybe a, like a, a button top. down shirt with, or a tank top. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, yeah, or an unbuttoned button down shirt. Yeah. yeah. And we would have Miller Life, and my wife disagreed. She said, no, you can't. She didn't like that one either. She didn't want me to go to that one. Wow. I'm like, are you kidding me? Three days, $1,700. Why? And her argument was, because of where I work, the parochial school, she said, if they see, oh, that's Mr. So-and-so. Right. um, Not only could I lose my job, which. She was right. She was right. I, they would immediately let me go uh-huh. because that's not what they would want their teachers representing. Yeah. Here he is partying with a Can bunch you of just say that was you, a brother who looks a lot like you. <laughs> I probably could. But that's when they're when you're half black. It's like is he? Isn't he? Is right, he? Right. Is yeah. he? And they're not sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're black. They're going. I don't know. They all look the same, right? I was so upset with her, but she was right. Sure, she had a and point. She had a point. It had I been had I been doing anything else like now or any other job, probably I could have. Right. But because I was new yeah. to school by a few years, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was not a good choice. And it sucks. Because it would have been a fun experience. Yeah. Um, but, all right. Well, it looks like we're, we can spin the wheel again. Okay, I have to pee first. You got any blues? <laughs> I got the blues. I got the no blues blues. <laughs> that's all you. That's all you got. I, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. We ran a whole three hundred and forty-five feet to the bathroom. All right, let's get going with the next spin of the wheel. Are you doing it this one? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to touch it because I know you were licking it last time. But... 
what is this? Nine. Nine. Nine is. What is nine, Mister? Memorize the whole list, guy. Oh, I had a look there. It is gear grinder. Uh, gear grinder. Gear grinder. Who went first last time? You did. I did. You, I did. Because I did so. chickens. Yeah. All right. I'll do gear grinder first. Um, that would have been a good one to do the other week. Okay. We were talking about how many nuggets you order when you're drunk. <laughs> okay. I do have a gear grinder. I get irritated when someone orders too many calves. Many calves. See, I'm only one calf. Right. And when one of my regulars says, Yo, Taxi David, we're going to have a party. We're going to have so many people here. We're going to want to go downtown at about 10 o'clock. Can you give us a ride? And I'm like, Yeah, but I can only fit four people, not a clown car. Right. You know? And they say, Well, just call some of your buddies. We need at least three calves. Well, you are a clown car, but that's a different reason. So I'll like maybe call you or I'll call Nicole or something like that. Right. Uh So off we all go. At 10 o'clock to pick up your crowd or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, they say, I've got 12 people, 12, 15 yeah, yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. We're going to need three cats. Okay. And then I get you get to the place and we're all waiting and we're talking or something like that. Right. And you see people leave the party. All the cabs party. are waiting there. Yeah. And you see people leave the party and they get in cars and drive away or other people just walk away. And you're like, right. where's this big group? Yeah. And then obviously it's like herding cats because somebody comes out and says, okay, uh, oh. you, who needs a cab? You need getting this one. And they start getting into like my cab because I'm the first one there. Mm-hmm. Or it's me that they called first. And. Pretty soon it turns out there's only three people that needed a cat. Right. Maybe the four. Yeah. And I have to tell you or, or Nicole, oh, sorry. Uh, sorry I took up your time. Yeah. Um, but I learned after having done this several times, first of all, when somebody asks for that many or just another cab, I say, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Because, and I tell them that most likely that you're not going to need it. And I'm almost always right. Mm-hmm. If they do insist and both of us go up there, I will fill that person's car first before right. I will take. Well, the that's ride. the right thing to do. It is. And, and it, it didn't take long, but it took a couple times before I realized that's the most appropriate thing. If you ask someone to do this, you owe them the ride. Right. So, um, but you know, you, you get and that happens. All, I have to say that happens. All seems to happen a lot at weddings. Yeah, and I was just going to say this happens at right. huge parties and weddings. It's like a little kid. You know, well, it's his birthday. And he invites all this entire. And the class. wedding planner wants to cover everything, so she'll say, "Okay, I'm going to need four cabs at eight o'clock because that's when the reception's over." Right. So yeah. I'm going to need four, ca- and then you get four cabs there, and you end up waiting until you know nine thirty before you know people start coming out and leaving, and then invariably somebody gets in and car a private car someone says i'll give you a ride home i'm it's on my way you know and uh-huh. yeah you're right you end up with needing maybe one or maybe two cabs yeah and then you actually have to wait yep and you have to wait yeah mm-hmm. uh thomas who used to rent not you but the other tom uh used to rent one of my taxis got asked to do someone's wedding mm-hmm. just be there right screw working the rest of the streets we want to buy you out right so he wrote a contract with them for i think it was like 500 bucks mm-hmm. That's a good deal. Yeah, because he's taking he's taking the entire day to yeah. do this one thing. Yeah. Um, and he just sat still, and he gave one ride. That's the right hundred bucks. Yeah. 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 But it, had he not written a contract, you think Thomas would have gotten stiff? Yeah, he would have been stiff. Mm-hmm. He would have. They would have been. Or oh, they said it's so just sorry. one ride. Here's fifty dollars. <laughs> Something that, like that. Right. But they're his whole night. Yeah. Right? Or, so when people say, David, can uh, can I book you? 
mm-hmm. for a, a wedding and it's especially on a Friday or Saturday night, you don't know what you're going to make on a Friday and Saturday night, but right. you know, a good night lately for me has been 400, you know. Yeah. And so I'll say, well it'll cost you 400. Oh, that seems a little right. steep. And it's like, I know, right? Yeah. Cuz you're asking to book me for the night. Right. Well, what about just from 9 until 11:30? Yeah. Okay, 250 bucks. Right. You know. And uh still they balk at that. But sure. Be, in an all fairness, a lot of people don't know the value. Well, it's like uh an, another thing with that is uh, like my dispatcher said, okay, well, go pick up the, these people. They said they need a ride at 9 o'clock, and then at 9.40, you can do this other ride. I'm like, this is a wedding. It says 9 o'clock. I guarantee they won't be in the cab before 9.30, and right. sure enough, you know, yeah. they had to get somebody else to do that 9.40 because I was tied up. Yeah. There have been good ones. Yeah. yeah. But for the most part, if they ask for too much yeah. or if they ask for too many, they, their chances are they're just too yeah. excited and mm-hmm. you know. Like their wedding is going to be the greatest smash hit since, right. and everybody's going to live right on time, and, and everybody's yeah. going to be responsible and drive in taxis because yeah. they're sure. offering it. Yeah, wishful thinking, boys and girls. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, that's the end of this episode. Just in time too, because our completely—he's not—he's stoned, right? Yeah, I don't think of alcohol. I think because he was asking for blues, so yeah, and that's fentanyl. Yeah. But he's smoking a little tiny stick of something right now, and it's not a cigarette. Yeah, but he's grooving. Here's music when you roll that one tonight. I don't want to. Well, that's our podcast, kids. So, uh, how about a joke? Sure. I've I got a question for you. Okay. What's the difference between a pair of glasses and a woman? I'm watching you. I do not know. A pair of glasses sits on my nose. Not in your nose? Not under my nose. Set. Sit. Get it? No. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Thanks for coming along with us on That Taxi Podcast. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode, and you can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. Wherever you download this podcast. Oh, right. Sorry. We want your thoughts, ideas, and feedback on today's episode. So please contact us, and we really do want you to contact us at thattaxipodcast.com, at Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week. See you next week.